0: hello there my beautiful babies it's your girl nomi jackson here along with a devastatingly handsome Ishi on the other line what's up guys it is tuesday may 18th 2021 at 9 56 a.m so how you guys doing did you have a nice monday i hope so um let's see can i tell you something interesting Hmm. You know what? I have nothing interesting <laughs> personally to tell you about myself. Um, I will mention that they're cutting the grass out there, so if you hear a lawnmower go by, that's what's up. They're cutting the grass out there, so please ignore that if you will. Okay, so as you guys know, I'm reading Barry Me and Motown by Ray Noma Gordy Singleton. Barry second wife ex-wife <laughs> and um okay where i left off last last time was um you know she went to audition and you know he welcomed her in his little world um at that point he didn't have his own um business yet uh his sister had anna anna records but he you know he wanted to go a little bit further than that so anyway he gathered all these people you know to form a company uh performers and whatnot um so they would rehearse at either his sister uh lucy lucy's house and then lucy kicked them out because she just couldn't stand all those people in her house all the time and then they went to his sister gwen's house and eventually she couldn't stand having all these people all up in her house all the time i don't oh god that would be annoying um So, what happens? She, uh, what's her face? Uh, Ray Noma. (laughs) They call her Ray. Um, anyway, so she coyly suggested, now remember, she has her eye on Barry the whole time. For some reason, she finds him attractive. (laughs) Uh, I'm thinking, I don't know, I guess it's the, it is kind of attractive when men are, like, going for it going and pursuing their dreams that is a turn on to me but um physically I don't know (laughs) I don't know but whatever that's whatever and um so anyway she's like oh well I have an idea why don't we all move it to my apartment and while you're at it you might as well move in. it'll just be so much easier that way Hmm. okay (laughs) see she's plotting and scheming and um as I've mentioned before in my life, if anytime that I try to make something happen, it always ended up in disaster. I think it's so much better to just let it flow naturally, you know? Because um, if it's not yours and you get it, it's not going to end well for you. So, anyway, so um, that first night there, uh, she said, oh, i want going to meet my parents real quick before you move in. So they went over, you know, the parents' house. They had fried chicken and greens and all that good stuff. And, you know, what better way to uh, reel a man in <laughs> but some good food, right? And so they went back to her apartment. And, you know, he was practicing on the piano. And then uh, she decided, you know, it's time for bed. And so should she put on a negligee and like really put it on him and then she's like no I'll just you know wear my nightshirt or whatever and so she went in bed and you know he was in the room he dropped his clothes on the floor and he was there in his baggy boxers and then he went in the bed and she just stared at like nothing he never even tried to touch her or anything like that i mean he's like really kept his hands to himself and so, of course, you know, she thought, oh, dang, what's up with that, you know? Um, so, anyway, after a while of just laying there, he's just started, like, talking to himself. And she's like, what What are you saying? He's like, I can't do this anymore. It's just terrible. I mean, I feel so bad. And, like, you know, she's like, what are you talking about? The girls, I mean, all the other... Um, they treat them badly they beat them up you know um and if they're, if they're sick and they kick them to the curb you know if they get pregnant or something and you know I don't want to do that I feel bad doing that and it was at that point she realized that um Barry was out there pimping uh which kind of shocked me when I read that I that's something I did not know uh, I guess a lot of people were doing that back in the day pimping But uh, that's how he got any of his extra money that he needed. It was through pimping. And, you know, she tried to play it off. Like, she wasn't surprised at all, even though she was. And the next day, she took the bus to the red light district where all the um, street hookers, you know, basically congregated. I guess she just, like, really wanted to feel in his world. I mean, I kind of understand... Well, when you like somebody, like, you want to, like... Just throw yourself into their world, kind of. Um, or at least, I know I always have. Much to my own chagrin. Um, it's not really a good idea, but for some reason, we women, you know, tend to do that. And there's nothing wrong, per se. Like, um, like if your dude likes uh, basketball, you know, and you want to watch a few games. But then to just pretend like you love basketball, that's, you know... Where you got to draw the line you need if the guy likes you you need to be completely yourself you don't have to change who you are um that's just a little lesson that i wanted to put out there separate from uh what i'm talking about here but um don't change he better like you just the way you are because you're wonderful just how you are um it's okay to show an interest in what he likes but if you're if you're not truly interested then don't pretend and if he's any kind of a guy he'll understand. But, so, back to, uh, what I was saying, as I digress, as always. <laughs> so, um, she went back to her apartment, then she talked to this lady downstairs, who she kind of figured was, um, doing something kind of like that, so they started talking, she's like, girl, those street hoes only get $2 a pop, I get $10 in an hour, and then she started encouraging her, you know you need that money for your baby, I got someone for you, I got this guy, you, you know, and... I know you need the money, blah, 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 blah. And so knowing that Barry was doing that and that she, you know, was crazy about him and then knowing that she wanted some money and wanted to give him money because he was struggling for money at that time uh, because, you know, he wasn't about to um, beat some hoes, so to speak, (laughs) to get the money. So um, she reluctantly gave in and went down to... uh, the lady's apartment and she said this really chubby white guy with a big tummy you know came in there he stripped down he was completely naked except for some black socks ew (laughs) the picture that painted gross um and she just she just thought she'd like hurry up and get it over with let him you know go in and (laughs) do whatever he needed to do um and try not to feel guilty, because she really wanted to save herself for Barry, which she really should have, if you ask me, but whatever. Um, she was young, still at that age. She was like, what, 19 or 20, so... <laughs> As you all know, older people know, when you're 20 years old, you're pretty much half-baked. You, you, yeah. Your, uh, what are you, cerebral cortex or whatever is not even fully developed until you're 25, so you do some pretty dumb crap. Um, so, anywho like nothing was happening and after a while he was like uh well are you gonna and she's like what and he basically said in in different words he you know he basically told her he wanted oral sex and she was like oh so she (laughs) she went over there and she did it and you know she said she said it was horrible but it was for five minutes and she got uh after her friend got $3 cut, she got $17 of it. And um, he apparently liked it, even though it was only just a five-minute me jiggy um, <laughs> And, you know, said he hoped to see her again. So, I'm like, ew. <laughs> to me, that's like the worst thing about being a prostitute. It's like, you have to do stuff with guys no matter what they look like or smell like or anything i mean just imagine a big hairy smelly stinky guy and you'd have to like still do that stuff (laughs) so yeah that's that's not really um groovy if you ask me but (laughs) anyway so that's about um where i stopped so far in this book i have to be honest with you guys i don't see me really um reading too much more there's so much more i'm like on page 49 and there's like 500 pages um it's a little detailed for me and i don't think my attention span is going to really allow me to continue this book which is a shame because i spent a lot of money on this youth book um i have to see if i can sell it to somebody to get my money back um i don't know i'm just not really feeling it that much And so, I don't, I don't know. I just don't think I'm going to be able to finish this one. I just, I'm not caught up into it, if you know what I'm saying. um, so much so that I'm like, you know what? I'm looking to index. I'm going to look for Mikey Poo, because like I said, Mikey isn't everything that I do. He's just, he just hunts my existence. So, I knew he was going to be in this book. So, there were, um two different sections where he was mentioned one was when he was a child and he you know they just came out to california and whatnot and what i found interesting was i know he spent some time at diana ross's house but he also spent months at a time at barry's house and uh raynoma had that son cliff and then barry had his own kids so when, uh, Mikey and, um, what's-his-face, Marlon's, I, I assume, they didn't even mention Marlon because I guess (laughs) he doesn't really sell like Michael would, you know, in a book, but anyway, um, but I do know that Marlon was with him at Diana, so I assume he was there, um, at Barry's too, and she said, you know, the kids would have so much fun, they'd be playing, they'd sports and basketball and swimming, the whole thing, and that just got me thinking, um, this is when, like I said, they just moved out to California. The Papa Joe didn't even have a house for them to live in. So I don't know where he was living with the older boys. Or maybe the older boys were in relative's house. Or I think they had relatives out there. Um, but anyway, so... I am thinking that Michael, at that point, he had a taste of what it was like to be a regular kid and do regular kid things. And I got to give... Barry his props at least on that front and diana too um they're all about business but they're all about they were more realistic and like children need time to play and so whenever he was over their houses they got to play when he was at diana's house um she taught him to draw and paint and stuff like that and at barry's house he just got to play you know um And that must have been so wonderful for him. And, you know, he wasn't like a superstar in these people's houses. This is before, you know, they got, you know, big recognition and everything. Um, so I just, I kind of wonder if they had, if they kicked Papa Joe out then and he wasn't their manager, would they not have had a more balanced childhood, Michael particularly, um, because Barry would have seen to it, you know, that he would go in the studio, he'd do what he have to do, but he would have downtime, he would have school time, he would have, um, time to play with the other kids. It wasn't work all the time. If you're not working, you're rehearsing. And I think that's the biggest difference between Barry, Diana, and, um, Papa Joe. Papa wanted them to work and rehearse all the freaking time, um... And I don't know, I just think it would have made a huge, huge difference in Michael's personal happiness if he had done that, because then he would have achieved his goal of making records and, you know, singing and everything. Um, but he, he would still be afforded his childhood. Um, so I don't know, I kind of wish it kind of worked out that way, because he could have had two for one, you know what I'm saying? Um, but on the other hand... With Papa Joe, when he saw that they weren't going as high as he needed them to be, he removed them from Motown. He took them to CBS Records. He got them deals with La- Las Vegas to do shows and then to do that variety show. So he had um bigger ambitions in mind, but his was all work, work, work. But, and to get money, money, money. And, that was his end goal and to him the children were like workhorses which is the thing that always bothered me so much i think he could have like i said have the best of both worlds had he stayed with barry and or some of the other you know motown family and you know and still have his childhood but um of course had they not gone on to cbs and done all the other stuff he probably still would have um in at Motown, like, think about it, like, Stevie Wonder, um, apparently at some point in time, Stevie got frustrated about not having any control, but after a while, he was able to, um, just push his way and insist, and I think Michael could have done that, because as you know, um, Stevie stayed with Motown for the longest time, and after, um, you know, the hits from when he was a teenager, when he started getting into his 20s and started to do his own thing, uh, he eventually demanded more freedom and he got it from Barry and obviously he became huge and made huge amounts of money for um, Motown and I can't help but thinking that Mikey Pooh would have done the same thing because Mikey was nothing but talent and I think he could have been really really big there as well probably just not um, mega superstardom like Michael Jackson that everyone knows, but I mean, he could have been rich and famous like Stevie Wonder. So, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I I, kind of wish he would have stayed with Moten and wish he would have stayed living uh, with any member of the Moten family, whether it be uh, Miss Ross or Barry and his family. I just I always wanted the best for him, but um, oh well, he's He's in his best place right now, so what can I say? Um, let's see. So today's song is, I realized it was just recently the uh, first anniversary of Little Richard's death. I, I forgot, it was in May. I really like Little Richard. <laughs> I don't know, just something about him, he's just really awesome. And so I thought I'd read the lyrics to Long Tall Sally. Gonna tell Aunt Mary about Uncle John. He claimed he has some misery, but he has having a lot of fun. Oh baby. Yeah, baby. Woo baby. Have me some fun tonight. Well long toed salad, she's filled for speech. She got everything that Uncle John need, oh baby. Yeah, baby. Woo, baby. Have me some fun tonight. Well I saw Uncle John with bald headed salad I Saw Aunt Mary coming in, duck back in the alley, oh baby. Yeah, baby. Baby, have me some fun tonight. Well, long tall Sally, she's built for speech. She got everything that Uncle John need, oh baby. Yeah, baby, ooh, baby, have me some fun tonight. Well, I saw Uncle John with bald-headed Sally. He saw Mary come in and he jumped back in the alley, oh baby. Yeah, baby, ooh, baby, have me some fun tonight. We're gonna have some fun tonight. We're gonna have some fun tonight everything's all right blah 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 okay (laughs) anywho it was written by uh the man himself and it was edited it was rewritten some of the parts by Antoris johnson that's this woman that kind of um took off some of his more racier lyrics and kind of made them more um (laughs) more radio worthy if you know what i'm saying so I love Little Richard, and, um, I hope he's up there, and I hope when I go up there, that's one person I would definitely like to meet, he seems, like, really, really cool, I, I just loved his personality, um, yeah, and you, I, I've already said the, uh, the Little Richard and Mikey Poo, uh, connection already, you guys know I've said that, that, um, when Michael... Bought the right to his music, he gave it back to uh Little Richard, so he was able to uh, live off the royalties for the rest of his life. Thanks to my sweet, sweet Mikey, ooh, and that is her Mikey word of the day. So anyway, guys, I reckon I'm gonna let y'all go now. Um, like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna finish reading the book. I I'm kind of leaning towards not to. Uh, if you guys want me to, and I'll, I'll read it and I can like recap it for you. But other than that, just for myself, I probably wouldn't do it. It's just getting to be a little bit too much, um, too much information from my head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. But anyway, so you guys let me know. And I want to remind you all that God loves you beautiful babies. He does. Ishii right here, he loves you i right here i love you michael mikey pooh he loves you he's here too (laughs) and we just want you guys to have a wonderful day a wonderful and beautifully blessed day because we love you so much odabo what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving